Hey, if you have a successful business and you want it to grow by empowering your employees with modern tools like Microsoft 365 or Teams or even Microsoft Surface devices, or maybe you just want to get the most out of these tools, I think I can help. Just go to protectedtrust.com, and that's protectedtrust.com. You'll find on our website a roadmap that explains the steps on how to get to a modern workplace. And I'm happy to say that clients who have used our plan our happier and more creative employees who feel more connected, they share more ideas, and they feel safer with technology, which results in your business and employees achieving so much more. So if you want to begin your journey to a modern workplace, go to protectedtrust.com. Enjoy the episode. To transform your business, you must be willing to reimagine how work can be done. Ingram Leedy and his team at Protected Trust have been advising business leaders like you all day, every day to do just that since 1995. If you want to reflect your business as a modern company, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit protectedtrust.com. It's been a, a couple of weeks now, at least two, that uh, I would say that the majority of the uh, office working population have been working from home. Um, and, and we've seen a lot of uh, emails from a bunch of different companies uh, talking about, you know, tips from working at home, you know, stretch your legs and, you know, all sorts of stuff that, uh, you know, uh, it's good to know, really. But but what, what we want to do on this podcast is talk about things uh, that will help people do their jobs better from home. So more about the tools that they're using and not so much the do yoga for 20 minutes and, you know, make sure that you're, you separate your work life from your uh, uh, business life. Um, but actually I wanted to start off by retelling the, um, experiment that, uh, we did last year and that's what it was. It was an experiment. It was a two week experiment where, you know, this was last year before anyone even knew what the coronavirus was before it was the Wuhan virus. Uh, but we did a two week experiment where everyone worked from home. We were actually forced to, leave the office because plenty of people were like, and I was one of them, uh, saying, no, I can't work from home. I don't want to work from home. Uh, it'll be impossible for me to work from home. Um, and not jumping too ahead into the future, but, um, you know, look how quickly everyone was thrown to, the, to that same exi- exact same position. And it wasn't a test. It's, you know, real life. And so they had to quickly, you know, figure out how to work from home. Um, but back to the two weeks, uh, that was a huge uh, learning opportunity to for I think everyone who was involved with it. There was one person uh, who didn't do it because they absolutely refused. And we give him uh, sort of leeway to do that. But uh, for everyone else, that was a, a, a big uh, obstacle and uh, a good, a big hurdle to get over. Um, so I know for, for my two weeks, at least, uh, my problem was finding space in the house and finding um, a place where that I could just get work done. And I think that that's a huge problem that many people have right now. Um, with, with Teams, though, I mean, you guys can see a little bit here. I'm going to turn it off for a second. I'm actually working from a closet. Look at that. <laughs> but you, know, black- you want me to unblur mine? All right. This <laughs> this is an office. This is an actual office with you know computers and whatever you need. But I think working from home, I mean, right now, yes, we're required to be at home in terms of quarantine and isolation and everything else. But in the, you know, hopefully once we come out of this and certainly in the times before this, 
I hate to always hated calling it work from home. It was, you know, more like working for anywhere, working from a place that works for you. Like, for, you know, what Steve, you were saying is your issue. Things at home weren't always conducive to a working environment. So, you know, you'd be creative, you know, whether that means going and working at a coffee shop during certain periods of time or even different rooms within the house. I mean, I, um, since we did our experiment or even before that, you know, I was already working at home one to two days a week. And then since that experiment for almost exclusively at home and you kind of, you know, a lot of those tips are these routines and everything else you, uh, to me, the biggest thing is just more of incorporating this new way of working into your life. You know, it's not necessarily not certain, certain types of jobs or requirements you have to be there during certain hours you know steve you have to support clients during business hours so you have a little less flexibility in that respect but you know i look at my my quote unquote work day is starting at when i get up in the morning to when i go to bed at night and those eight hours or nine hours or ten hours or six hours whatever the the requirement is kind of weave their way into that full day and you kind of, you know, they always called it work-life balance in the past, but to me, it's more like work-life integration. And I found a lot of uh, uh, efficiencies in that. Um, it, it's it's really been cool. And, you know, I don't want to jump way ahead of this conversation, but in terms of also being able to stay connected to everyone, because to me, that's the biggest fear, both in terms of what my expectations were personally as well as a manager, is how do we stay engaged with our people? And, yeah. uh, you know, we'll get into that more, I'm sure. But and that's where these tools really come into play. Actually, let's talk about that now. I think that's a huge issue that many managers are facing right now. The first hurdle was how do we get people to work from home? Uh, so how do we get the right hardware? How do we get the you know right place for these people? Um, but now the next question is, you know, seeing as this is going to keep going on for what April 30th, I think is the new deadline um, and then pro probably even past that. So how do managers keep their businesses running now that they don't have the eyes and ears that they used to have from people uh, who would work physically in the office? So as managers, how do you tackle something like that? Yeah, and Steve, this is obviously critical in your area where it's very process driven and um, the metrics are, you know, they're measurable and, you know, and that's how we review our employees and judge whether they're doing their job or not, or just, you know, lying on the couch watching TV all day. Yeah, well, when we first, um, even before we did the mandatory work from home for the whole company, I had the support team because we were kind of at a disadvantage, like like you had said, there's, we're, we're a lot more structured. We, we don't technically clock in and clock out, but we have to be here between certain hours to cover all of our clients. So of course my team has, uh, you know, staggered schedules and they have to come in and leave and go to lunch and at a certain rate so that we have good coverage. And so I wanted them to kind of start doing a more voluntary before it was mandatory, before we did the experiment. And, uh, and I found out that two, two out of the, uh, four guys that were on my part of the team, uh, they were just like, Hey, we'd rather just stay home. You know, I mean, we don't, do we have to come back? You know, I mean, they, they flourish there. And, 
what I started to notice out of that aspect was giving them the freedom to work remotely. Uh, I started to see trends where their ticket counts and their survey results were still positive. They were all in the same range, uh, no dips. But I ended up getting a little bit more work out of them. You know, they they actually started earlier because they didn't have to drive somewhere, and we're so used to driving to an office that that extra thirty minutes they were just kind of like, well, I mean, I already have my coffee. I guess I'll just you know sit down and start some work. And you know, toward the end of the days, uh, if someone got off at five, I would notice. You know, I'd go on there and chat with them for a minute, and it'd be you know five thirty, five forty five, and they're like, oh man, I f- I forgot I was in the middle of a project, and I kind of just lost a little track of time but it was positive for them, you know, and it ends up being positive for the company too, because, you know, you, you're not in, uh, I, I always go when, if we see anybody leave the office at exactly five o'clock on the dot, it, it always reminds us of the beginning of the Flintstones, you know, and when he's checking out and it's a, the, the clock just hit and everyone's, you know, rushing to get out. And we really don't have that, uh, that problem. You know, when you work from home, you just, you have, like you said, Todd, a real integration. And I think, I think a lot of people are finding that it's, you know, if, if they have kids, they can go and, and, and pick them up or drop them off at school now. They don't have to arrange for somebody else to do it and they can have lunch with them. And, you know, th- this was obviously pre-coronavirus when we were doing all these tests. So we were seeing what it was like to voluntarily work from home. Now, within this quarantine, I, I feel like, you know, Protected Trust and, and our team has really gathered a lot of data and a lot of real world experience on what to expect and, and you know, how to get how to get through some of these uh shortcomings is what a lot of people are, are having to deal with right now. And, you know, teams has been huge for us, uh, mainly just being able to open up a dialogue with anybody at any time. Uh, you see their presence icon, you, you know exactly what's going on. And, you know, I, I pick up the phone and talk to my guys, you know, two or three times throughout the day, we end up starting to talk about a particular ticket or a particular client and it ends up becoming you know, a, a 45 minute conversation, like we were sitting next to each other in the office. It's, it's real natural. And, and we were and that, afraid that it wouldn't do that. And that's a great point, Steve. Um, you know, you think of traditional office interactions, you know, everybody's in their own cube or their own office or different floor, whatever the case may be. The, you know, the way to communicate was always via email, which is very slow, very impersonal, can get messy if you're dealing with multiple people. So the other form is a phone call, which that's a little better, but that's one-on-one. Yeah, there's conference calls. And then there's the dreaded meeting, you know, where you have to find a conference room. And then you talked about commute. Now you got to commute from your office to the conference room. And then there's the chit-chat that goes on, which, yeah, it's nice to have chit-chat. I'm not saying we should be totally impersonal and work, work, work. But there's a lot of wasted time in that. And if you even go down the hall into someone's office, it's a disruption. You know, they have to stop what they're doing. They have to turn around. You talk, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then you have to walk back. The way we're all connected with teams, if if like this conversation we're having now, the, the meeting reminder comes up on your screen. You click the join button and boom, your, yeah. your meeting's already begun. And it's personal. I can see you both and you can see me and and uh, when it's done you click done and you're back to what you're doing there was just no interruption and and it's way more efficient but it's still personal and you know even the work at home part you know we we when you come into office yeah it's a little more formal 
you, you might have put on a button shirt and you you probably combed your hair and you're not bringing your dog to work as opposed to at home you might catch somebody who hasn't taken a shower yet and their cat might walk across their desk but there's a personal element to that that you don't get in a traditional office setting and i, that I, I actually cool feel too. i actually feel like that is becoming more of an acceptable thing i mean i I, I've worked, uh, you know, at a company a long time ago before Protected Trust that was very, very corporate. You know, everything was structured down to the to the T, and and it was just, you know, uh, uh, there was no definition of a laid back environment at all. Now, it, it, doing a work from home type thing with them, it was just un, unquestionable. You just, it, it wasn't even an idea that was in anyone's head because you 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 had to show up in an office. You wore you know, suit pants, a button up, a tie, dress shoes, no matter what your job role was, you could, you could be climbing under desks, you know, cleaning out computers, but you dressed that way and you showed up that way and you clocked in and you clocked out and, and there was nothing outside of that. And then, you know, when we come to protected trust, it was like, you know, a lot of us are, are IT guys. We're, we're a lot of technical guys and we do a lot of work. We go on site, we do things like that. And, uh, there was just this level of, you know, we can breathe a little, you know, and, and we can communicate in a more open way and we, we can do video calls uh, instead of having to get dressed up and go to a place and sit down and talk about something that's legitimate for 15 minutes. And then it goes off on a tangent an hour later. And at the end, no one knows really what kind of work you're actually taking out of the meeting. You know, this exactly what you said. You click the join button, you you discuss, you take notes, you do your thing and everyone leaves with an action item. And you're like that meeting actually had value, you know. And right. and I feel like we're we're all sort of naturally kind of shifting toward that. And even if the cat walks by or my dog barks in the background, you know, I I'm not. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Let me go and do something. I'm so afraid that I'm going to get in trouble for that. It's more like, oh, let me shut my door. Hold on one second, you know. And nobody skips a beat. And I and I think that's really important to, to know that you. You don't really need to be afraid to get into this kind of environment like that. I, I think people will find once they uh, get into that, that there's really not much to be afraid of. Yeah, everybody kind of comes together and it's really cool.